right, guys. What's up? Welcome back to Average Takes. Today, we are talking baseball. Padres, baseball, baseball, baseball. Um, yeah, so let's get into it. All right. What's up, ladies and gentlemen? Bob Chinny with you. Average Takes. We're back. Nothing wrong being average. Make sure you like, comment, and subscribe, whether you're listening on your Apple podcast, Spotify, Google Play, fucking wherever you're listening to, YouTube. What, what's up? What's up, everybody? Um, we are three series into the MLB season. Rodgers are tied for first with the Arizona Diamondbacks, six and four, six and four. But this freaking series versus the Braves. Absolutely great baseball going on with the Padres. Um absolutely been in great start of the season. I mean, there's there's question marks obviously, and there's always question marks to, for baseball uh season, but you know, as long as you learn from those losses and stuff like that, it, you'll continue to get better. But we've seen the Padres take on the Braves it was a four-game series in Atlanta. Um it, it was huge. The Padres ended up taking three to one um, in the series. You lose the first game with a uh, walk off late in the game. You were up, down. But we've had some great play over the last couple of days, even today on Sunday Night Baseball. Yeah, it's uh, been, it's, it was fun to watch the last couple of games. Even Friday night's game was fun to watch, even though it was on Apple TV, which some people may or may not. I've watched, but um, yeah, Padres, a lot of ups and downs, like you're saying. Um, I am someone who knows kind of those ups and downs. Like baseball is, you can start slow and then you can win it all. It, it doesn't really matter, but I am transforming into a live in the moment type of person. So a lot of my, uh, a lot of tweets and stuff may be pure reactions, which I enjoy too, but I might have slipped a, uh, the season's over tweet maybe, but it's not <laughs> over yet. I'm glad I was off on a nice weekend to not see that. Um, but yeah, so the Padres had seen great starts from back to back. Michael Walker and Seth Lugo, absolutely phenomenal starts. You know, these were two guys who the Padres picked up this off season who kind of asked yourself like little question marks here and there. Lugo had never been a starter uh, full time, he would jump around between relieving and starting, relieving, and starting. He comes to the Padres, wanting, asking to be a starter, and guess what? We've seen him shine the last two starts. I mean, absolutely shine. He's gone thirteen innings with two runs and like sixteen Ks. So, absolutely great start um, for him. Um, but both of them. I mean, first the Braves to come in and to kind of shut down the Braves Lugo tonight. Fucking awesome. And Mike Walker yesterday, six innings, ten punchies. Um, those are two guys who you you pinned his question marks. And so far to start the season, four starts total from them. They've looked really good. Yeah, I keep seeing a bunch of stuff from people on Twitter who don't know they're talking about. They're like, oh, we need a... Uh... We need another starter so then we can move Lugo to relief. Like, he didn't want to be a relief pitcher anymore. He wanted to start. So it's not going to be as easy as, oh, hey, we got this guy, so you got to go to the pen now. Like, if he's 
giving you quality innings, that's really all you can ask for. And he's now put back-to-back quality starts together. Um, I'm really liking what I what I'm seeing between them, Waka and Lugo to start the year. And then we we're getting Joe Musgrove back in like a week, and it, at that point, once Tatis comes back, it feels like we're 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 like Thanos. We're last last diamonds going into the the fist. Yeah, you know. Stone. Um, the Padres are still, like you said, without Joe Musgrove, without Fernando Tatis, without big game Bob Suarez. Those are and huge Pomerantz. acquisitions. Yes, Drew Pomerantz. We haven't seen him in a long time. Um, I might quit believing in Drew Pomerantz because yeah, I heard he's hurt again, right? Yeah, I'm pretty sure he he's not throwing. He uh, hurt himself again. Um, but talking about Joe, that there did. Um, come out today that he tweaked his shoulder in his uh, most recent rehab start. So it's only going to push his next start a couple of days, his next rehab start. And then so that'll push his next actual major league or his first major league start of this season out a little bit. So we probably won't see him in this upcoming series versus the Mets, which we were all hoping for. Oh, uh, yeah. He tweaked his shoulder a little bit, but nothing big, nothing big. Won't even miss another hear one. that. Yeah, that came out today. Uh, another injury news, the Padres put David Dahl on the 10-day IL and brought up Brandon Dixon um, from AAA. You know, that we haven't seen Dahl in a while, so this we were kind of feeling this coming, but still interested to see what the Padres truly think of Dahl because I feel like with them trying Odor out there in the outfield, that Dahl's the guy who's going to get the, you know, the axe when Tatis comes back. Oh, yeah. Most likely, but Heather has a I don't know how to describe this nicely, but Heather has a, a, a chub for his former Ranger prospects. So they're gonna get the nod no matter what over the free agent guy who we just got. But yeah. I mean th- that home run to tie the game and then Hassan Kim to go back to back to win the world uh not the World Series. It's- to win that game with that walk off, I mean that was electric. I would love to see those. We the Padres don't get shit like that. Like we don't have guys that come off the bench and just mashed haters. Like the last guy I remember was like Matt Adams or some shit. Matt Stairs. Matt Stairs. Yeah, you remember? You remember that guy? Mm-hmm. Yeah, like that's the last guy I remember that strictly came off the bench to hit and st- Stairs. I mean. That was his career. He made a career of coming off the bench to hit bombs. <laughs> but, you know, the, the Padres definitely need a bat like that. And maybe that's going to be Nelson Cruz. I mean, what we've seen today from Nelly Cruz goes through for five, a uh, three-run hammer on an 83-mile-an-hour slider, 1-1 one, one count, fucking just hit it, 423 feet, 108.8 miles per hour. Turned an 83 to 108. Like, that's fucking unreal for him. 42 years old. I mean, a lot of people had a lot of question marks when we signed him saying, oh, he's old. He hasn't had a good year in, like, two, three years. He had off-season eye surgery. Said he feels great. And that swing is still there. Obviously, the bat speed's there. Could turn around balls like that. I'm... I'm hoping he's that guy when when we need to pinch hit. But, I mean, he's still going to get his lefty starts versus a lefty pitcher because uh, Carpenter, lefty-lefty, they, they'd rather tra- uh, take a chance with Nelson Cruz. But I'm hoping Nelly Cruz is that guy off the bench for them in those situations. Yeah. I don't know. I I don't know how I feel about him 
because he takes some ugly at bats. Like he has some ugly swings still. And you can see the old age in him show a little bit on those swings. I think they've but, gotten better though. Today, he I don't feel like he had many ugly swings. It was like all great at bats. Yeah. No, today was a good day. And like you said, that bomb. I mean, that's that is all I can ask for. I don't need the home run every day, but you know, you come in against pitchers who you like to hit off and you you need to hit off them. Like I mean, he has just, two two bombs in five games. I just played. Yeah. It. Yeah, that's I'll take that. Big, yeah. <laughs> he, I'll take he, that. I mean, I always joke around saying he's gonna hit 41 because he was 41 homers away from 500 to start the year. Yeah. So like 39 now. Um and I'm hoping the MLB gives us a couple of them juice balls they gave our pools last year down the stretch. But I am I'm excited for where this team's gonna go with those guys coming back. You know, the the lineup, everyone's still questioning every day because it's different every day. But, hey, man, it, it seems to work. The only thing that I question is how many times Nola is going to get a start because Campuzano's 3-0 when he starts games. He or does look better behind the plate now. He does look a little bit better behind the plate. Um, he just doesn't impress me at all. Like, nothing he does – can't impress me right now. I don't know why. I don't think yes. either of the catchers are very impressive. Nola nor Campuzano. Yeah, I I agree with that. I'd agree with that. Um, but so- at, at the end of the day, we have uh, a guy who's five years deep into his major league career. Um, hasn't really shown that he could get better with behind the plate. Like Nola had his inability to throw uh, runners out is horrendous. Like, especially in this new day and age where we have the pitch clock, we are going to need a catcher who has an arm. And I feel like Luis Camposano has the talent. He might be a little lazy behind the plate, but I think he has enough talent to be our everyday backstop. But, I mean, I know the Padres are going to have a question mark at catcher until Ethan Salas makes his major league debut. But I'm still thinking that Camposano is going to be better in the long haul. Yeah, I don't know. I don't know. I don't at, with this team in the catcher position. I don't necessarily need like a one I dude. Gonna throw, I need someone like I was having this conversation the other day. This team lacks a defensive fucking wizard of a catcher, like an uh fucking hedges. I wish we would have hedges back where he's just behind the backstop. Framing every pitch, throwing guys out left and right. Don't care what he does with the stick. You know, yeah. I got yes. other guys that are going to show up, especially yeah. with this fucking Padres team now. You know, Grisham has had a great start to the 2023 season. He's big, he's big gotten Grish. on every game. He's big, gotten on base. Fucking Grisham. Yeah, he's gotten on base every game so far with a couple of mammoth homers. Um, Hassan Kim has upgraded or like has been playing phenomenal even with the bat like today swung at the craziest pitch uh they said it was the fifth lowest pitch to be hit out in the stat cast era <laughs> fucking yeah not even a full foot off the ground and he turns it around i know the outfielder got some glove on it but it hit that one out we weren't seeing that early last year you know this is Early in the season, we have guys stepping up huge. The Padres beat the Atlanta Braves 10-2 to tonight. Like, that is 
a huge game on national television. This was an ESPN game. We, the Padres, I say we, defeated the Braves in a four-game series, three games to, uh, out of the four. I mean, absolutely insane that the Padres make those type of moves or make those moves to win the game. Hey, I just wanted to hop in real quick. I'm a little faded. I just wanted to say go Padres. Happy Easter to everybody. Um, Yes. Go Padres. Love it. Padres. (laughs) Love you guys. Happy Easter, buddy. Happy Easter. Enjoy Easter, dad. He has risen. (laughs) See you guys. (laughs) Later. Well, there was your your mid-guest drop of the pod. Um, you just got Drake on here, bro. <laughs> Did you hear Drake in the background? Yeah, I, I paused it um, there, so we might not have heard Drake in the background just for uh, monetary reasons, but we did get a little a little dropping from our friend Roman. Um, but, yeah, there's definitely some questions when Tatis comes back, too, because someone's going to get the cut. It, it, and, you know, it's pro- I, I want to say it's doll, but it's doll or Odor. Because I don't see them giving up Ozakar. He has speed and defense. He he has some of the best defense on the team. Um, it's I mean it's probably Dahl. It's probably it's probably, it's probably him. He he was probably signed. Let they let him know what his what was going to happen. Hey, the first twenty games, if roster, you can compete for a spot. But once this man gets back, like there's no there's no guarantees that. You're going to be on this team. David Dahl probably understood that, wanted to be a part of something great in San Diego. Hey, next guy, next man up mentality. He has to have that. He seems like he's seen the ball good. I like the at bats he's been putting together off the bench. But I mean, Fernando Tatis Jr. is Fernando Tatis Jr. And when you're going to get a five tool player to come back from, I mean, he wasn't even hurt. Like, honestly, at this point, he wasn't even hurt. So he's been healthy, a whole offseason healthy, and man. And um, speaking of Fernando Tatis Jr., have you been seeing him in AAA? I mean, it's just getting me more and more excited. The kid, he hit a mammoth tater the other night off of some no-name kid. That kid took to the streets of Twitter to disrespect him. Average Chase got, got their own back, so... So Do you think he got released? <laughs> shout out Average Shakes, breaking the news on his release. Um, but there's still some questions too because everyone might have forgotten. We still have Adam Engel on the team. He is still in the IL still, but that's another outfielder the Padres have who's a major league defensive stud. He's better. Yeah, he's better defense than Ozakar. Yeah, and and faster than Ozakar. So we are going to get an outfielder back soon who's going to be a stud so uh, you know doll's time was coming ozakar's time might be coming odor you never know um we haven't seen i feel like we haven't seen him get even started yet but ozakar i mean uh, odor is he's a mid average below average infielder he's a good backup he's a good average backup i would say um I, I just and I this might come out weird, I guess, but I don't want to put this man down because he is a fan favorite. But someone told me last year that 
Hassan Kim only crushes pitches that are like 95 and below. And ever since someone told me that, I like when he hits a home run, I look to see how hard it was. All these home runs you see have been no harder than 90 miles per hour. Oh, yeah. I mean, he goes and gets the pitch he wants. He crushes these soft little pussy lefties. Like mm-hmm. the soft, the change ups away, the soft stuff. He just crushes this. But when he gets that 95 heater, that's when it's it's a different ball game for him. Yeah, I mean he can't he still has problems catching up with the with the hard stuff, but I mean, hey, I'll take a guy who's gonna crush his mistake or crush on your mistakes. You throw you throw him a mid mid slider, middle in, middle away slider, it's that that thing's tatered. He had a couple yeah. where he tatered today. I mean, everyone has the fucking the script. You you have so many analytic guys behind the scenes gonna tell you what this guy likes and doesn't like. And if I'm a pitcher, I'm going to go, Hassan Kim, you're going to eat a fastball every pitch of this at-bat, and we're going to see if you can hit it. That's what I would do. But, hey, this isn't my league, and I'm not an opposing pitcher. Right now, Hassan Kim is fucking hitting tater, so I'll take it. Yeah, he's raking in. I, I mean, coming over from Korea, this is kind of what I was expecting out of Hassan Kim. Like, all the hype videos, the highlight videos, and I know that's that's what I expect when I'm watching a fucking highlight tape. But at the same time, this is what I if he gets 20 home runs this year, like that is fucking crazy for for him. Like I would I would take that. Well, you know, last two years, I think he I think he hasn't cracked 10. I think 10 is his max. Yeah, because well, I mean, he he didn't hit too many last year. It was I thought it was a little over that. Um. Yeah, he. I don't know. Seven or eight is what I had on the top of my head, but I'm not too sure. Um. I'll tell you right now. He had eleven la- uh, eleven in 2022, so eleven last year, eight the year before. You know, not 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 too crazy. Uh, but he's a free agent at the end of the year. I definitely think a team who needs a shortstop yeah. or an infielder is going to give him a lot more money than the Padres will. Um, so I want to see him keep it up because he is a free agent, and I want to see him continue his. He's still on career. ARB though. He would still be on ARB. I don't think. I don't think so. As he, I think so. Otani is international free agent though. It's different. Otani is technically still in arbitration after next year or, or this year. I think. Hmm. I mean, I, I didn't think for free agent signings, uh, but maybe, maybe you're right. I thought you have to play six years in MLB to be a free agent, though. Yes, no matter what. Yeah, that's what I thought it was. No matter what. Oh, maybe you're right. I thought I was reading something on Twitter about him going to sign in another place too. That's what I was just kind of getting to. But I mean, whatever. I I love Kim, um, on this team, so I don't want him to go to free agency and walk. Yeah. Um. So far, the biggest question mark of this team has been the pen. Um, the bullpen is really, really missing. I'm uh, big game Bob, Drew Pomerantz, those guys. Uh, um, <clears throat> between the starter, the starters getting to the closer, uh, there's question marks. There is yeah. a ton of them because we've seen guys like Luis Garcia not look great. 
his fastball looks a couple ticks down um, on average. I mean, um, and then um, Tapia uh, is a question mark uh, out there every day because um, obviously his backstory, he has the gas, but can he hold the down the walks? Can he quit giving up too many free passes? Um, and he's bounced around everywhere. Um, and then obviously you have guys like um, the lefty freaking Tim Hill. He's not really a deep reliever. Um, he's a situational guy, so you don't want to put him out there long. He's still not the greatest. Um, Nabil has not looked the same. Uh, today he, he looked great in his two innings of work, I believe. But um, before that, he had three outings and gave up over three runs. So he was given out a run each time he got out there to start the year. Wasn't very hot start for him. Um, but a big, I, I like, um, uh, Brett Honeywell. is Brett Honeywell. Yeah, that's right. What I was going to get on to. Um, Brett had a pitch in the major leagues and over two years spent all of his time last year. And the, uh, A's system was it between double and triple a, which is wild because the A's aren't a great team. He was with the Rays. Uh, he was with the Rays forever though. He was yeah. a prospect coming up with the Rays. He was at once their top pitching prospect, um, and so far he's been outstanding for us. I really love his story. Um, he ended up getting the W the other night versus the Braves. Uh, he's from Atlanta, I believe. Watched the Braves growing up. Um, but fuck, he absolutely looked great in that outing. Pitched two innings, came in with the bases juiced, I believe. Got out of it clean. Um. Worked a clean inning and then went back out for another inning. Got himself in a little bit of predicament, but then backup came in and saved the day. No matter, uh, didn't matter. Um, but he's looked great. Brown Honeywell has been a big part of this bullpen so far. But, you know, with Musgrove coming back, we got to start thinking who's going to go down into the pen. Um, is it going to be Martinez where he f- absolutely killed it last year? Will be Weathers is probably the obvious choice, but you've been working up as a starter n- now for so long. Do you really want to put him in a bullpen at this at his young age, or would you like to see him try to get time as a starter? Yeah, because work Martinez maybe as a piggyback role with him or other situations. I do like um, Honeywell and Weathers being like swingman type guys, but it's so hard when you're ramped up as a starter and then to just switch to reliever role, like the mindset of like when you're on the mountain pitching, like Nick Martinez did a, a fantastic job of that last year. So he would be my choice because he's already done it. He's experiencing it. Um, if he's truly for the team, he will do whatever it takes. So that shouldn't be a big deal. Um, but Weathers has struggled in that relief role a little bit um, in his big league experience. So I wouldn't mind seeing him just kind of letting it rip every fifth day. Like I, six. he's young, six, whatever. Um, he's young and his stuff has improved this over this last off season. And it, it, it improved tremendously. Um, big shout out to Ruben Nabila because he has turned around a lot of these starters careers with um, his mechanic changes and pitching changes, you know, weather's last year, 
and the years prior um, hadn't been great, but he changed a couple of pitches, and one of them is the slider. It's no longer trying to go with the hard slider. This offseason, they developed the sweeping slider with a lot of our pitchers. You know, a lot of people call it the sweeping or the slutter. It's a slider-cutter kind of combination. No one calls it a sweeper, brother. It's the slutter. It's the slutter. Um, But, yeah, it's a sweeping slider-curveball mix. And so, Um, you know who I really think I give a lot of credit to is Blake Snell. They are boys off the field. They're hanging out. When we interviewed him on the podcast, he mentioned, oh, Blake Snell is going to win the Cy Young. I, I, I really love what he's doing. Blake Snell has a nasty slider, and I think that he gave Ryan Weathers a couple chips, and he's using them right now. That's what I really think. Not saying Nabella has uh, like not done anything, but like I think Blake Snell gave him a couple chips, and it's he's seen the results since working. Yeah, and Ryan um, put a lot into this offseason, worked out hard, brought his fastball uh, mild power back up, was sitting 90, mid-90, 94 um, last couple of seasons, and now he's touching, reaching 97, topping out of 97, um, and I was seeing that consistently. So if he could keep that up, I will truly want to see him, uh, you know, uh, as a starter because lefty throw 97 with a dirty slider, sweeper, slutter, whatever you want to call it, is going to be a filthy combo. And like you said, Martinez grew into a role last year where obviously he had to pitch with his job on the line because he was coming over from Japan, hadn't had a great major league career to start off, but used great stuff. And like you said, works hard and absolutely enjoys pitching. Like he's out there screaming, yelling, emphatic with emotion like he is truly one of the pitchers that you love to see pitch and so i love those type of guys coming out of the pen a guy whose hair is on fire per se yeah he's gonna go out there and and like he's throwing a javelin through your heart not a fastball through the fucking strike zone you know that's the pitching emotion he pitches with and i would love to see him you know in those fucking instances where it is bases loaded and we need to get two outs we need a double play like i want to see nick martinez come in and fucking start shoving balls down guys throats no homo whoa whoa whoa. (laughs) Whoa. no homo i said no homo what what whoa Um, i mean whoa do you know what you said i said no homo no before you said no homo what did you say I I finished it off with no homo. So and you finished it off. Yeah. Holy shit, you are fucking with no homo. So guess what? Doesn't count. <laughs> yeah, Padres wow. have been playing great. Um, bullpen does need some work. Um, would you be willing to trade uh, Merle this season? Jackson. Yeah. No. Your number one prospect. No. No. Him and Lesko staying. <clears throat> we'll see. I mean, we do need someone to step in for Hasong if he does leave. Like I was thinking. Yep. Put him right in. Not Fernando Tatis Jr. Eight playing second base. I can tell you that. No. Um, Tatis had a really great throw from right field. Uh, we posted that on Twitter. 
Yeah, he's going to be a fucking problem. I'm, I'm excited. He's going to be a problem. There's going to be plays where he guns guys out at home. I mean, there it's going to be electric. Like I, I was saying, it was going to be him for Soto try to show off the cannons. But, I mean, I don't know if Soto has a chance. People forget just how fucking good this guy is. Like, it's insane. Like, I understand he's gone through the problems off the field. But on the field, he has been nothing but fantastic like last year his the only person with comparable numbers to him in their first 162 games was Mike Trout and he his numbers were better than Mike Trout like this guy is so fucking good people forget and I just can't wait April 20th I might be uh under the influence of uh, a specific um strand of weed but I'm going to be Oh, I'm going to be locked in on fucking Brand Tatis Jr., baby. Yeah, cannot wait for 420 this year for multiple reasons. Um, other baseball news other than the Padres, because I know you guys are probably sick of that. Um, we saw O'Neill Cruz go down for what is possibly the season. Um, he was sliding in home to play at the plate, collision. Fractured ankle looks how like fast. Yeah, how fast do you think fractured ankles heal? I, I you don't think it's going to be a long time? I think it's out for the year. I think I think this season's a wrap. Yeah, I I mean, yeah, probably. And I checked your fantasy team, and you don't have a backup shortstop. So I do not. You're, you're... I have three top well, fifteen shortstops, and I'm not trading you. Any. And I don't want any of them. Yes, you do. I already, yes, I, you I do. already have moves in making. So don't worry. Don't you don't need to be you don't need to be peeping my team. All right. I just wanted to see who I don't know crew. That sucks. That's that's a terrible loss. Happened to be you. Yeah, it's all right. You know, next man up. All right. Next man up. <laughs> um, Adam Duvall, the Red Sox got hurt as well. Um, when today. Left the game after suffering a parent in a uh, wrist injury, making a diving play in center. Um, and then we also saw Starling Marte. He he got um, what was it? Was it a slide or something like that? That was weird for him. I can't remember, but um, said he was hurt as well. So a couple injuries. Um, so O'Neill Cruz one sucks, definitely. Yeah, did you see the benches cleared after that? Yeah, immediately after. I don't know why the benches cleared, but uh, yeah, I mean, it the slide was terrible. Okay, so that you it's nothing against the other team, it was O'Neill Cruz doesn't know how to slide with his ginormous body, <laughs> buddy. Slide around the catcher, tag home with your fucking fingers. Okay, it's not that hard. I, I see a lot of guys do it, you know, don't slide. And then I, it was a late slide too. Your knees and like legs were up, but he just doesn't know how to slide. That's just that's what it is. Yeah. I, I mean, I I don't know. I when I was playing all growing up, everyone tells you don't slide head first into any base, and I'm a fan of slide head first. Like if he slides head first, there's no shot. His ankle is getting fucking compound fractured. No, there's no shot. I don't so, think the compound fracture either. Well, there's no shot his ankles getting <laughs> fractured, sliding headfirst into home play on that play. Maybe you get a concussion, you're out maximum, let's say two weeks. 
you're in the big leagues. I'll give you a week, buddy. But uh, yeah, maybe. I, I don't know. There's yeah, that slide was horrible. Benches clearing for no reason. And who who was playing in that game? The fucking Pirates and who? Um, I can't remember. Cardinals. Off my head. Uh, it's the Cardinals and oh, I think it's the Reds actually. And it was a red team. Um, uh, White Sox. Yeah, Pirates. They're dirty. They're fucking dirty. Over there. <laughs> um, we I know we talked about it earlier, but on the David Dahl injury. Uh, Bo uh, Mel actually mentioned that Nelly Cruz might also play some right field until Fernando comes back. <laughs> I'd love to see Nelly in some in the right field. I don't want to see him get hurt. I wouldn't I'd love to see it. I that's, would not like it. That's for the funnies. Um, is he the oldest player to play a game? Yeah, like it, in the field. I think that was the WBC. He was the oldest player to ever play in the WBC in the field. Who was the oldest in MLB? Well, Ichiro was, 40, Ichiro was 45. Oh, yeah. Huh. Um, so that was recent. Uh, I don't know. Like you said, some other names. But Darno, um, after the collision at home with Odor gets put onto the seven day uh, concussion IL, so hopefully he gets a little bit better. Yeah, uh, and I I happened to be watching the uh, Braves broadcast on one of these streams, <laughs> and I think it was Jeff Francoeur as their announcer, and he goes, "Um, if we're gonna compare lineups, I'm gonna take the Braves one through nine. Like the Braves lineup is just absolutely that much better than the Padres." And and blah blah, I kept keep saying shit. And then today we we beat them back to back days. Like today we scored ten runs. We don't even have a top four player in our lineup. Like I, I just think it's funny when I hear stuff like that, and then complete opposite happens. <laughs> yeah, uh, no one really thought the Padres were going to do that. Padres, Padres. I mean, yeah, and. That pitcher, he's a rookie, right? Today? Yeah. Yeah. Dylan Dudu? You know <laughs> yeah. <clears throat> Dodd. The craziest Dodd. last name on a jersey all time. It literally just looked like... I posted the meme. Like, oh, Four zeros. O'Reilly. <laughs> Auto parts. Uh, that was, shit was funny. But yeah, you can you could not really tell. Um, his jersey almost needs to be in lower cases, not capitals. Yeah, like the ground. Yeah, like give me give me some different orientation because it was literally D O D D, and they're all capitals. They it literally looked like a bunch of zeros up there. I guarantee on his players' weekend jersey, it's just gonna say do do like. <laughs> yeah, it, it's got to be. So there's got to be a joke in there somewhere that they can find. Maybe. Um, the Rays, the Rays are nine and zero to start the year. Only undefeated team remaining. Yeah, they might win the World Series. I think they're yeah. going to nine and zero start. Those are always those always end up in winning the World Series. If I'm being honest, <laughs> anytime you can start nine and zero, you always win the World Series. I just don't understand how the Braves continue to do it, man. They don't sign any top 
guys. They let all their best players leave. Um, well, it helps when the guys who they do have signed, Wander Franco, is just an absolute stud. Yep, you're right. And an absolute monster. They develop talent well over there. Yeah, but when they get more, oh my god. How many fans are going to show up to the game with the Rays and the A's? How many fans do you think were there? <laughs> I think they said that one of the A's games, there were 11 AAA teams that had more fans show up, and then there was four of them that had double the amount that showed up to the A's game. There was only like a mere 3,000 at the game. The Rays are 9-0, and 11,159 people showed up today. Yeah, it, it you know can't get much worse than that when MLB is thinking about moving them. You know, you put everything you can on paper. They've been good. It's not like they've been bad historically. They've been really good. Went to the World Series in twenty twenty. Um, have made the playoffs consistently over the last decade. Like, they've been a good team. Just no one shows up. I mean, what can you say? They're in Tampa Bay, Florida. I heard uh, they're at Tropicana Field, right? Mm -hmm. I heard Tropicana doesn't even put any of their juices in the stadium. I mean, that's why why the fans don't come. Yep, that's why the fans don't come because Tropicana doesn't put any OJ in in the drink station. If I can't go to Tropicana Field and get uh, vodka orange juice and it be Tropicana and be very angry they just pull out the off brand like Walmart Costco version orange juice I'd be so pissed dude uh, that's funny oh they just call it Ray's juice yeah they should have their own brand you know if it's gonna be the Tropicana you <laughs> can't use their orange juice of course that's funny I, do, I can't believe they're 9-0 and only 11,000 people show yeah. up that's not even uh, that's like a quarter of the Padres Stadium full, like filled. Oh yeah, Padres Stadium gets thirty thousand more people on average. Yes, uh, to these games. Um, so it shows you the and, difference between spending and not spending and just developing what you got. I mean, yeah, you're good, but it's the names that are fans. At the end of the day, and at Peco Park. At Peco Park, there's actually dogs and cats there. Yeah, you could bring your fucking like, animals. There's literally for adoption. Yeah. Like, <laughs> we can't feel there's no fucking juice there. At Peco, we that's where the pets go. <laughs> yeah, it just I, I mean it shows you spending money. Get the big name guys. I want to get someone's jersey who I could wear anywhere and they they know who that is. You know, I don't want to wear a jersey and someone asks me who the fuck that guy is and what team, you know, and like, it's just how you think of it. You know, the Padres, if you ask a lot of Padre fans before this like team, what jersey do they have? Oh, they had a Trevor Hoffman. A lot of them actually have that giveaway, uh, Will Venable 25, or maybe I think it was Jed Jerko. I think there was one year. Yeah, you know, the giveaway free slap stickers, the shirts, you know, the yeah. jersey tees, the jerseys. You see those yeah. around, but 
you know, you don't really see much old Padre jerseys other than a couple of guys. So back then, the Padres weren't bringing that many fans. Now you have guys who you could tell who they are by their face and not what jersey they're wearing, finally. And it's fun to go to games. It's fun to buy jerseys. It's fun to support. It's fun to be there. I got two last things, and then um, we can't. I have one last thing. The first thing was, did you see Ronald Cunha's eye black today? Uh, I didn't pay attention to it. It was just fat. It was just fat fucking sticker. It wasn't like it wasn't even eye black. And there <laughs> it was they're playing at fucking night. Like he doesn't need eye black in. It was just a sticker. Like it's I just thought it was so ugly and it's just swag. All right, grandpa, game, just because you don't know what swag is. Well, brother, I had I had some swag, trust me. <laughs> I had some swag on the field. I, come on. I'm not wearing fucking stickers as my eye black. I had swag in other ways. They might that might have been Ronald Acuna eye black giveaway night, and he's just rocking the same stickers all the fans are. Well, if if that was the case, then I'm sorry, I'm stupid and you're smarter <laughs> than me. But I don't think that was the case. I don't think Atlanta's that smart. <laughs> all right, go ahead. My second thing was, did you happen to catch the Blue Jays and Angels game today? Yeah, uh, I definitely wild. I caught the last tad bit of it. I didn't catch any of it, but I saw a lot of clips on Twitter. Yeah, that was fucking crazy. It was like six zero, then it was six six, then it was ten six, then it was ten ten or some shit like that. I was, oh, I was like eleven to ten, and ended up being with, and then Otani gets out on a ground ball with the bases juiced, two outs to end the game. <coughs> you know the. That's that's baseball for you. Those Mike are Trout, Mike Trout there. I know how that feels, buddy. Yeah, you you I mean, you we've all been there. You hate being the last out of the game. And the, you know, it's going to happen to you whether you play baseball one time or not in your life, but being the last out, especially with the bases are juiced and all you got to do is put a ball into play and you fucking win. Yeah, you hate that feeling. I was I was the last out of my last year I ever played baseball in. Oh, buddy. Oh, no. (laughs) (laughs) I bet you that that haunts you at night. So you wake up from dreams and nightmares because of that. I don't (laughs) sleep because of that. (laughs) My last tad bit was I saw an article that came out from a Brewers reporter saying that now in their stadium, they are serving alcohol past the seventh inning. Why, you may ask? Well, that's because games are going an average 30 to 45 minutes faster than they did last year. The Padres had a game that went two hours and three minutes this year. It's the fastest in five decades for the Padres. And is honestly, it's cool. It's a double-edged sword because, one, baseball games are going faster and they're easier to watch because you're not seeing a guy undo his gloves, spit his gloves, adjust his cup, look at his bat, stick his hand, his gloves to his bat a couple times, you know, loosen up a little, get back in the box. Games are going, going and going. You know, we saw Manny Machado get ejected the other night because he tried to call time at the eight-second mark, didn't get it, but whatever. I mean, the game is going a lot faster, so 
concessions aren't selling enough alcohol. So yeah, the Brewers have now opened up sales the entire game. That was an old thing that came out because people were getting too drunk and then going straight to their vehicles and trying to go home. Now the games are too quick. You're not selling enough alcohol. Those uh, those people are only getting three beers and then the game's over with. You know, if each at bat is only a minute and 30 seconds due to a pitch clock, then I'm going through two innings before I finish a beer. You know, that nine inning, nine dogs, nine beers challenge at the park might be dead, especially with the lines that you have to sit in four drinks and hot dogs. But I mean, the game is just so fucking fast now, Trevor. It won't be dead. It won't be dead. Someone, someone will be able to do it. Someone. Yeah, trust me. Um, and I, my final consensus on here before the game today. Juan Soto says he absolutely hates the pitch clock. So I absolutely hate the pitch clock until Soto comes out and says, uh, uh, <laughs> the pitch clock doesn't bother me anymore. I like it. I am. I want Juan Soto to be hitting just however he wants. Fuck your pitch clock. <laughs> I hate it. Yeah. I mean, like I said, double edged sword. I definitely think oh, there are pros and cons. Last thing, I just thought of this while I was talking about... This. You have a couple last things. I also heard on the broadcast... Yeah, I also heard on the broadcast, the announcers were saying all the rookies and the young guys had done the pitch clock all year last year, so they're already used to it. So when they're pitching, they're comfortable to that pitch clock that they are already a year into it, pretty much. I totally forgot about that. I just think that's something to think about when... Maybe you're a betting on games or something. I don't know. Yeah, it's definitely it's definitely weird because some pitchers you're seeing it's affecting them a lot because they they stretch their games out a little bit. Like i.e. Blake Snell. I mean, he hasn't looked great so far this season. He's one of those pitchers that took thirty seven seconds in between each pitch. Now he has to cut that in more than half. So it's going to affect a lot of people until they get used to it. And like you said, Trevor, that it is a cool, uh, interesting thing to bring up that the miners had put this into play last year. All those guys got to have an entire year of buildup and time with that pitch clock and they understand it easily. You know, they're already adapted. A lot of our guys still have to adapt, but Hey, they're major leaguers. They could do it. They could fight through it. Um, all right, another wrong will be an average. Make sure you like, comment, subscribe, like I did earlier to all those places. We are podcasts that you could find anywhere that you listen to your podcast, everywhere that you listen to your podcast. Please like, comment, and subscribe. Trevor, nothing wrong with being no, average. No ads today. No ads today. Uh, you know what? I don't think so. I'll, I'll have to speak to our our. Finance. You need to talk to the ad guy. Yeah, yeah, yeah Roman's not here. Roman, Roman's my ad guy. What the fuck? He he stopped by for one. Oh. Didn't didn't shout out the ads. He's the guy who speaks to all the ad partners. He gets me my ad deals. 
So no ads. And he's out getting hammered right now. Yeah, he, he's missing work. Freak. I mean, hey, some guys work on Easter, some right. don't. Some work on holidays, some don't. You know, got to show up when you show up. All right, another one being average. Deuces.